Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh, off the upright and good. He kissed it in. On the Odyssey app and 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The fan. Sports Sunday, hour two, right here on 1080. The fan. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz behind the glass, and uh, we got some furniture issues going on over here. Well, the thing is also in this new office, we have 80 million chairs. We have a billion chairs. We have these mustard yellow couches, and we're trying to we're trying to get our boy Alex Green here feeling comfortable. I mean, we got this nice studio. We we can't be not feeling comfortable in here. Got the lights on finally too. Are we good? What what, what is going on? What's going on? We good? We good? I think so. We hot? We live? Yeah, I think so. One two is the song. All right, my fault. All right. Um, I mean, Rashad, you you cut the promo going into the break. You might as well do it again. Who do we got in studio with us? Oh man, I've I've I'm lucky enough to say that this is actually my guy. And somebody I've known now for... <laughs> You're not just saying that for radio bits. I'm he not, man. It, it's been a little, maybe 20 years, somewhere out there, yeah. somewhere around there, man. Yeah. Uh, this is somebody who is incredibly Portland. Um, Benson High School graduate. Huge, huge um, star, you know, on the football field in the gridiron at Benson. From there, he went, he went to Butte. Yep. Afterwards, yep. stayed, went to a JC. And then after that, we ended up at University of Hawaii, where he is still... The all-time leading rusher for a game rusher, and I want to say third all-time in Hawaii yep. history for for rushing yards for a career. Nice man. This dude played not for bad, the Green Bay bad. Packers. Was drafted third in the third round. Played for the Green Bay Packers. Played with Aaron Rodgers, who we'll talk about today. Also played for the New York Jets, which is now Aaron Rodgers' new team. But at that point, he played with a different quarterback by the name of Michael Vick. Man, now he's coming back to his hometown and really spreading a lot of love and spreading a lot of hope for high school students, for elementary and middle school students, just anybody who needs a, a big pick me up to make them 
uh, Dre leave. And Let that's my guy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to have my man, uh, Mr. Alex Green, you know, here in the building. What's going on, my guy? Bro, that probably was like one of the best intros <laughs> that I had. But here's the cold part. In my man. whole life. And here's bro. the cold part. You can cut a promo like a wrestler, man. Bro, like that, that you know, was like top tier. So if that's the case, man, that means you're top tier because guess what? <laughs> okay. I'm reading what I'm finding right here on Wikipedia. So it's not like I'm. Yeah, yeah, it up. yeah. These are just, this is just really your highlight glossy. So, the man, we can tape. clap it up for you, hey, man. Hey, listen, so, listen, man. Those accolades, man, are dope. And, like, it's a trip when I hear people, like, give me those accolades and my flowers. It's still kind of, like, surreal to me. Like, even, like, holding a record at Hawaii. Like, when I talk about it, when I speak, you got I a couple still. records at Hawaii, though. Bro, I got to always go back and be like, that's really tagged to my name. And yeah. it's still holding today. And that was about 10 plus, and that was a decade ago. Yeah. You know? And it's like, when I like when I think about it, it's like, bro, I did all that. That's crazy. And here's you know? the part. You're 35, 36? 34. Don't 34. age me, man. Yeah, Don't pick fault. extra eight <laughs> years on me, bro. But, but I'm 34. I'll those, be 35 in June. In I got a couple. In those years, <laughs> like, I think, you know, if you're listening to the station right now, you that means you're a sports fan, right? That means you enjoy football, basketball, baseball, so on and so forth. Most of us could never really imagine what it's like to be a record-breaking Speak anything. for yourself. You know? Right. I mean, well, unless you're I mean, talking to Sherwood's finest over oh, we're, here. We're not, talking, okay. we're not talking video games? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if that's the case, then oh, yeah, yeah. still not me. We got big but, records on video games, too. Either, either way, you know, so um, what what is it like? Because you really are in a kind of a class by yourself, especially as we're talking about being from Portland, being from a PIL school mm. and, doing, and doing great things in football. Man, what was that like being the kid – from Portland, where I think where yeah. most people kind of look at us like they're not really, it's a basketball city, not a football right. city. What was like establishing yourself as a football nah, star in Portland? Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up, man, because there's so many, like, there's so many athletes, there's so many good athletes in Portland outside of just basketball. Straight like, up. There's some dudes that can ball, you know, and uh, it was hard for me because, man, it was like you really behind the eight ball, nobody's looking at you. No matter how many yards you had, like I had some 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 breakout games in high school and still didn't get, get looked at. I still hold a grudge with University of Oregon because they didn't recruit me. <laughs> Sounds I still right. hold a grudge with them, bro. You know who this reminds me of? Marcus Greaves, man. Straight up. He, yeah. Same thing. He's like, Oregon, Chip Kelly, he gave me some stuff and told me, he's like, eh, we'll find someone else. We're not, and we're not worried about it. And he's like, well, I'm going to Oregon State then, F you. So that was my school, Oregon State. And I'm still a Beaver Oregon fan. Oregon State always shows love. I'm still a Beaver fan, you know. But, yeah, they just didn't look at me like Portland State, you know, and, and, and Oregon State. And then it was a few small schools. And it's like, bro, like, I'm a Les Schwab MVP. You know, I was first team all league, you know, only playing one year at running back. I played receiver my junior year and sophomore year and freshman year. And so it's just like, you know, but coming from the city, they look at it like, well, who are you playing against? What's the competition like? They don't see it as yeah, a football right. state. And so it just get overlooked, man. And a lot of guys got to go the same route I did, which is Juco. Well, and and is, why do you think that is over, overall? Is, just, is it because the competition overall in Portland? Because we get a lot of kids, not just from, not just from you know, PPS schools or PIL schools, right. but there are a lot of kids that end up going to, you know, Lake Oswego. They end up going to Jesuit and everything, and they're great. And they're like, why didn't you get recruited by an Oregon or an Oregon State? Like, what do you, what do you think that kind of bias is, you know, for kids yeah. in North and Northeast Portland? It's just not a football state. And if I'm, if I'm being honest and real transparent, I coached down in Houston just last year. And it is night and day. It's different. One, though, I, I will say this. They do have football in the spring, tackle football, fully padded in the spring. In the spring? In the spring. Yeah, that's different. And I think it's illegal <laughs> for us to have that here. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. So they are a little more advanced. They take it a little more serious. And if I'm if I'm a a college recruit, I'm not going to go to like an Oregon or Washington. I'm going to go to California first, Texas, and Florida. That's just where they breed the football players at. Right. And it just is what it is. And I don't know why a lot of guys who can ball here get overlooked. But it's like if I can find two or three guys from Texas, just having a tag on Texas alone, I'm going to get that guy, even if he's not as talented as a guy from Oregon because he's bright at football. So he might be a little more advanced on a knowledge level rather than a physical level. And, like, bro, that's what they do. You know, that's what they do. And so when you think about recruiting, bro, I'm going to a geographic where that's where they live. You know, that's where the athletes breed it at, you know. So so you went from Butte. How do you end up at Hawaii? I mean, you, it's obviously ball out is what you yeah, do. But right. how does, I mean, what were the choices? I mean, it's how do you end up story. at Hawaii? Okay, so. Because the Hawaii, we'll get to in the next segment, too. I got some Hawaii connections. So, like, the idea of playing football in Hawaii is just awesome to me. Right, right. So, okay, so obviously had great success at Butte, 2008 National Champions, right? Everybody was balling. Yeah. Everybody's balling. Showing we out. had, bro, showing out. We had some dudes who, I think we had about five guys on offense who went D1 and about six or seven on defense that went D1. Mm, we had damn. some dudes. Okay. And four of us went to the league. Our senior year, you know, at the, at the universities. But so I'm born at Butte. Now, mind you, I went to a JUCO because I had bad grades in high school. So when I get to Butte, I'm still in lower level classes. So while I'm at Butte, the top schools, Nebraska's, Iowa's, all these things, you know, they got a higher level of academics. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we got to overlook you. Even though you're in a JUCO and getting your AA degree, you're still not reaching these college level classes. Yep. So. I had one offer, and I got this offer because in practice, uh, Liberty University in Virginia, right, they came to go see a receiver. And I'm like, man, this is my chance to get an offer. So I balled out in practice. <laughs> I went crazy that practice just to get his eye. And I work. did. I, I caught his attention. And so the next day, they flew us out on a visit to Liberty, and I committed. It's my first school. But then they said, you got to cut your hair. It's a Christian school. You yeah. got to cut your hair. And I'm I, like, yeah, I know Liberty. <sighs> I'm like, okay, like I'm not cutting my hair. You know, but thanks for the offer. So I still committed. I went, flew back home. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to Liberty. And I told my guy I'm not going. He ended up going. Had a great great two years there. But I had a guy named Lemetrius Davis who I grew up with here in Portland. He already signed. Lemetrius, absolutely. Yep, yep. Shout out to me, man, if you're listening. But he, he ended up signing a mid-year. He signed in December. So he was already out there in the spring. I stayed the extra spring in Butte. And so... Obviously, I'm not getting no offers coming in, right? They're like, man, your grades are not at that level yet. You got to stay in class. He reached out to the coach and said, hey, look, I got a running back, man. His grades are a little iffy, but he can ball. They flew me out for a visit. They said, okay, look, take three extra classes in the summer, and then you're going to come out right before camp start, but you got to pass with a B or better. So I'm like, okay. So I signed with I committed to Hawaii, flew back home, stayed the extra summer at Butte, passed my classes with A's, and I flew out there a day before camp started, and I was a University of Hawaii warrior. It was crazy, <laughs> man. But awesome. my guy, Meat, he's the one that got me out there. And that's why I always say, man, it's really about who you know Bro. and the connections and the, and the bridges that you built. I literally just had the movie, like, montage in my head. Him <laughs> hitting the books. <laughs> yeah, the summer, bro. Going yeah, some real inspirational music bro, behind him. it was crazy. You see him stressed out. He sits back, and then he looks and up, he and looks... he sees that Hawaii postcard. <laughs> see you soon. He shakes his Absolutely. head. Goes, yeah, gets this. right back to the book. Absolutely, bro. Working out. Y'all seen that movie called uh, They Call Me Sir? 
Yes. When he's doing the push-ups while he's studying. But that's how I was, bro. I was, like, doing push-ups and sit-ups while reading books. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. That's great. Um, yeah, we want to give him as much time as possible. So let's uh, let's take a break. We'll jump back into it. Because, again, I love the, the idea of playing football in Hawaii. My family lived there for five years before I was born. My aunt's been out in Maui for 30 years. Grandpa. So, like... I, I want to know all about how it was out there. We'll obviously talk about NFL, Aaron Rodgers, Packers, Jets. We got oh, everything. One more Let's thing I, we didn't mention. Guess who else he played with that we mentioned here earlier on the show? Oh, coming full circle here. Who is it? One Heisman winner, Johnny Football. Oh, oh yeah. Up in Hamilton? Yep. In Hamilton, yep. Yep. Johnny Football. Yep. So, yes, you know, sir. we got some Johnny Menzel questions as well. I got well. a crazy story for that, too. We'll get to <laughs> That's that. awesome. Perfect. Yep. We got our uh, we got the next 45 minutes filled up for sure with Alex Green here. Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 1020 here on 1080. We got Alex Green here in studio, former Benson High School star, former Hawaii running back star, former NFL running back. He is uh, here in studio. And man, like, I know you, you just talked about how you went to Hawaii. How do you play football in Hawaii? And I say that like, how the hell do you not want to do anything else but play? Man, like, it was hard. I mean, it I, was like, hard. I want to go snorkeling. I'm going. I'm going surfing today. And then uh, the campus is on Oahu, right? Yep. So that is where like Waikiki, the city, mm-hmm. and that and that's like a, like one of the most popular islands in yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's where a lot of tourists go. But that's more of where like the city life is. I when I went, I went in Maui, and it was like everybody's in bed by like 
10, 30, 11 right, there, it seems right, like, no matter right. what day it is. So, yeah, how the hell do you stay focused in Hawaii it as a hard. student athlete? <laughs> it was hard, man. I will say this, though. We did travel a lot. You, we, sure you we, go to the beaches and you bro, see all the girls we, down there. You're like, what am I supposed to We will be going two weeks at a time traveling, you know, because we're going to play a team yeah, like, yeah. let's say we go play New York or, uh, or Army in New York, and then we'll play UNLV, so we'll go to Vegas Damn. for that yeah. week and just stay over there. But when we was there, it was hard, man. I mean, but it was so laid back. You know, that, like, teachers would come in with, like, flip-flops on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they yeah, like, all right. I can right, imagine wasn't you... a lot of closed-toed shoes. Yeah, like, once you, teachers. once you check in, it's like, all right, y'all good? Like, yeah, like, all right, I'm going to the beach. You know, <laughs> teachers would say that. You know, so it was it was give and take, but, man, we stayed busy with football. Even the professors, they're in there for 10 minutes. Gone. Like, y'all good? All right, see you. Gone, right. especially on Fridays. They the gone. waves look great today. I'm Bro, gone. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful out there, man, but. Like, the guys who were in it, because there were some guys, don't get me wrong, who was like, okay, after practice, I'm going to the beach. I'm not even going to class. But then he had that little few that was like, nah, I'm here. Yeah. You know, and I'm just grateful to be here. I'm trying yeah, to get yeah. out of here now. I'm trying to see where I can go to the next level. Yep. And so I kind of hung with that crew that was like, bro, we can go to the beach on the weekend, you know, mm -hmm. or in the off season. You know, during the season, bro, it was like, let's, let's try to win some games and get up out of here. Well, and the thing is, you're on an island too, like, yeah. and you're there for a couple years. Like, yeah. you can get stuff done. It's yeah. like you're yeah. on. It's not. It's not bit. going nowhere. Exactly. It's not going like, nowhere. It'll still be there. Like that's. I think when my family they lived on uh, Maui for like five years. My mom was like, "We we've done everything. We've done everything. Like in the first three months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the first three months, you already did everything. Exactly. Yeah. So it your, was beautiful though. Your oh, first yeah. year in Hawaii was, you know, kind of your, kind of a learning curve for yep. you, right? You're coming from Butte and everything like that. What was it? Because your your second year in Hawaii was clearly that's the that was the year that right. you know, really set everything off for you. But what was it about that first year that was kind of made it a, I guess a little more difficult as you were making that transition from smaller JC at Butte to D one program at Hawaii. Yeah, it was uh it was the speed of the game one that was the biggest difference, and then it was like the investment of time. You know, like man, we was going we had practice at five in the morning. So you up at 3.30, you walk down to the locker room, you know, you're getting dressed, you're getting your mind right. You got to practice from 5 to 7. Right after that, you got a training table where you eat, and then you got class all day. Then mm. you got meetings, then you got study hall, then you got another team meeting. So you might not get home until about 8 o'clock at night. As opposed to at Butte, it was oh. like you got practice, you know, uh, you, got, you, got, you got school in the morning, then you got practice, then you go home by 5 o'clock. So the time was like the biggest difference, man. And then just playing on a big stage. But we playing like my first game – was against Washington State, up here in Seattle, actually, you know. So it was like, okay, I'm really out here. You know, with more cameras, more people, a little more pressure on you, mm -hmm. you know, the playbook a little different. And it's like, it's the real deal. You know, you on scholarship now, so it's like, you know, you're traveling, you're eating. It's like, okay, you really out here, you know. So it's I had to, like, kind of get acclimated to just being, like, kind of starstruck of just the D1 life. I had to kind of reel that in. And the first year, man, I was just – I was, I was just living in gratitude the first year. I was just happy to be there. Right. Like, bro, I'm finally out of JUCO. Like, what, was you know. there a game for you where that kind of switched and changed? Like, so when you, when you see the lights and you, mm -hmm. obviously you're getting used to being a scholarship athlete, you know, but when did that change, like that light bulb go off for you? Like, oh, I'm kind of cold at this on this level. <laughs> so I think the first game we played in, like, like Central Carolina or something, like a, you know, a D1 AA for our preseason game, my junior year. The second game was against Washington State, and I had a 44-yard touchdown run, right? That's when I knew, oh, okay, like, I can ball out here too, but I wasn't really, like, I didn't even start my junior year, you know? But it was my senior year after the game against USC, 
and that was nationally televised after that game was like, oh, okay, if I can bowl against USC, then we grew up watching Reggie Bush, Lindell White, right, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. CJ Gable, like, oh, okay, if I can bowl against USC, the USC, okay, I might be all right, out, I here. Might be all right out here. I might got a chance to take it to the next level. And so after that game, and I knew like I had, you know, the skill set and the talent to be at this level, um, it wasn't even that 327 yard game against New Mexico State. It was uh, how many how many yards? Three hundred and twenty-seven. Yeah, three hundred and twenty-seven. Ho hum. Ho hum. Yeah, it's you light know, work. Nineteen carries. Yeah, but, I'm looking at that USC box score <laughs> right now. I see uh, nine rushes for sixty-six against yep. USC. And you're right, man. It's like if you can show out against the right team, mm, like absolutely. you could have that three hundred yard game against whoever the hell directional school. It's not going to get much traction because it is whatever school. But if you do. Just 75 yards against USC or 100. It's like, yep. well. On nine carries, though. You know what I mean? That, yep. hey. Exactly. And, again, I go back to what we talked about earlier about the kids here, you know, and who they're playing against, the competition level, and why they don't get looked at. You know, you're playing against the right team who's right, highly respected, you know, and you bowling against them, okay, you're going to get a look. And so that's what happened my senior year. I had a great game against the right team at the right national level. It was nationally televised early in the season. And so now the eyes is on me. But it was a game against – Utah State, where I had 172, I can't remember how many carries, but I had four touchdowns, you know. And the Al Bundy. That was the game. That was the game that was like, oh, okay. Alex, like, Alex I'll take Green. it to the next level. Alex Green, two-yard run. Alex Green, 17-yard run. Alex Green, 36. Alex Green, 60-yard run. Yeah. Jeez. Killing yeah. that killing yeah. in that game, man. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So let's transition a little bit because, you know, you did have a, you have a whole lot of career, you know, coming ahead of you after that point. So you're coming from a really pass-happy offense. You know, mm-hmm. the one thing we know about Hawaii is they are going to throw the ball a lot. Yep. You know, was there any concern coming into the draft that um, maybe they thought that you were uh, a better receiver or anything like that, you know, or just because they did pass the ball so much? And you did have a lot of catches out of the backfield. Um, right, but was right. there any concern for you or your team as you were getting ready to go to the draft because you were coming from such a pass-happy offense? Um, not really concerns. Like, I already knew that that helped my advantage, you know, because a running back in the, like, once you get to the D1 level, a running back is a running back. Right. You know, it's just all instincts at that point, you know. But I knew I had the upper hand because we passed so much that they knew I could block. And a lot of running backs can't block. And you got these quarterbacks who are getting paid millions. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. He just got broke off. You know, but you got these quarterbacks who are highly paid. They got to be protected. You know, and so coming in, I knew I had the upper hand. Um, the only problem was was that I wasn't in the, a pro system offense. And so they didn't know how I was between the tackles. They didn't know how I was reading the blocks, you know, because I was getting draws and screens and shovel passes and swing routes out the backfield. And so that was the biggest knock of them just not knowing. And that's why the combine was so huge for me to see me, how I work between tackles, how my hips move, my, my feet work, all that good stuff. But, man, coming out, man, they knew I had – Look, I played receiver in high school, bro. I, I had hands. You know, you know. I had hands, bro. <laughs> it was just a matter of getting them to see it, yeah, you know, and I had a chance to showcase that at the Combine, so it helped to my advantage. What Speaking I- of Combines, hold on one second, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Before Combine, I got his Combine numbers right here. Oh, let's hear him. So, about it. 40-yard dash, 5-3, uh, excuse me, 4 3 no five. <laughs> four, four, This is This isn't my four, high school. 4-5-3 <laughs> okay. in the 40. 4-5-3, okay. Um, okay. Let's see. You had a uh, 4-1-5 in the shuttle. Uh, uh, Wait, can you can you go back to that uh, stat again in the shuttle? Uh, you had a four uh, four one five. Bro, that was my best stat. 
that, for me. That, yeah. A four one five on the shuttle was moving. That yeah, you I was just saying almost sub fours. That's damn fast. Absolutely. And I did it three times. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cone drill six uh, uh, six nine one, um, and the vertical thirty four inches, broad jump nine feet six inches, twenty uh, reps on the bench press. Like, that's a solid ass workout. It was solid. At the draft combine. <laughs> it was solid. It that's was a solid. solid workout. I also have something for you before we break. <laughs> I have a uh, solid stat line of Hawaii and what they did against your uh, UNLV Rebels. I don't want to hear this in uh, twenty ten. Talk about December fourth, three hundred four yards, something like December fourth, twenty ten. The nine and three Hawaii Rainbow Warriors went up against Rashad's two and ten UNLV running Rebels, uh-huh. and uh, our boy here Alex Green uh, went off for fifteen carries, one thirty six, and a touchdown. Oh, shocker! That was a fun. How game. many catches out of <laughs> the back? Was that was I'm sure. Game. I'm sure that was in Vegas. So yep. at Tom, at you know um, Sam Boyd. So. Just a little bit away from strip. It's always a good place to to play and win games. Uh, so. I love playing in Vegas. Yeah, Too funny. Man. Go out there yeah. and get a win and just chill afterwards before the flight back home. Yeah. I'm sure it's much more fun to chill in Vegas after a win. Oh, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um. So we're kind of finishing up the Hawaii talk here. I think the next step here is talk about the NFL days because as we've talked about, you've played with some great NFL quarterbacks, um, and. Just hearing about your NFL experience with the Packers, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, I think that's a next step that we go to here on Sports Sunday. So, Alex Green here in studio with us. Shad Taylor, Jordan Schultz, Joe Fisher, Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. And here's Jordan Schultz with a Sports Center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, about 25 minutes left here. Sports Sunday. We've got Alex Green in here from Benson Polytechnic, University of Hawaii, and former NFL running back. And uh, this was draft weekend. So, uh, man, just tell us what was uh, what was draft day like for you when you heard your name called? Where were you? What was uh, what was the situation? You know what, Did you cry like a baby? Oh, I definitely cried. <laughs> I like saw a the baby. video. I cried. I like saw a the baby. video. Yeah, I was. I was supposed. So you, you get you get a cry pass on a uh, draft day, a hundred percent, bro. I was supposed to go the third day, right? Projected to go third. So day. So that like fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. Gotcha. It was like fourth. It was fourth through seventh. Gotcha. All right. All right. So on the second day, I'm just I'm at I'm at one of the homies' house with Rashad's cousin Deshaun. It's just <laughs> us there. We just chilling watching it, right? 
Now your phone been like phone been ringing that whole week. You know, teams is calling and say, "Hey, man, you know, make sure your phone is working." You know, we might get a phone call and make sure you, you know, you pick up and answer it. What a bunch know. of teasers, man! That's crazy. Yeah, like I mean, the whole just week. Just want to make sure your phones are calling. Thirty-two yeah, teams make sure calling you, bro. Thirty-two make sure teams your bills calling. Paid, yeah, man. I'm you good. I'm all right, I'm good. Thank you. Just call me, please. So uh, that part was cool, but it was like it was so much. Like it was just like just man, so much anxiety. That whole process. You know, we taking trips. Like we went to Philly. You know, that's where I met D-Jack, you know, and uh, McCoy. You know, and it's like, bro, I could be playing with these dudes in the next month, you know. And then you go back home, and then you go to St. Louis, and you go back home, then you go to Seattle. You know, it was just crazy. But on that particular day, it was the last to the second pick of the third round. And I'm sitting there watching. I was about to turn the TV off because it's almost going off, and my phone rings. And I look at the shine, I'm like, ain't no way. <laughs> so let me answer this, bro. Put it on speakerphone. Hello? He's like, hey, man, this is Alex Grimsley. This is him. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? So I'm good. It's Ted Thompson, Green Bay Packers. Your day finna get better for you. We're going to take you third third round, 96 overall. And I'm like, oh, ah, let's go. I'm going crazy, bro. I'm going crazy. Like, bro, we, man, I couldn't even let him talk after that. Yeah. I was still, like, yelling oh, and screaming man. and hugging, you know. And then I'm like, I finally gathered myself for a second and talked to my car and my running back coach at that time, Jerry Fontenot. You know, and it was just like, by the time I hung up the phone, now it's coming on TV. So now I'm hearing my name be called with my boy, you know, and I'm like, and I, I promise y'all, man, like as soon as my name got called and they went to the next pick, my phone was just off the hook. Like literally life changing right after that moment. I turned my phone off. And what, I, year, what year was this? Is this uh, 2011. And guess what? Yep. We had a party together yep. after that because it was my oh, birthday yeah. yep. and it was your, so it was celebrate your draft. And I was kind of like, yep. Yeah, we don't need to celebrate my like thirty fourth birthday right now. Like we can, we can just do this. And everybody's like, "No, it's for your birthday. It's for Alex." It's like, "Nah, this this one's for Alex, man. It's no, all good." Bro, I owe you a birthday. Nah, it's cool. Like, it was like, man, I owe you a birthday. Like seriously, me turning like thirty four or whatever it was at that point was nothing compared to you know. He still, you know, holds, somebody. A, he still holds a grudge. And I don't think yeah, thirty four. Yeah, yeah. I was I was like like I was like thirty two or thirty three. It's like, man, no, we're. We are fine. Like, we need to go ahead and celebrate, you know, Just Alex's for the record, thing. I overshot a 33rd birthday. Hey, man, so I'll take it. coming soon. We're I'll take revisit. it. I'll take it. Well, he's uh, uh, turning the big 4-0 next week. Next Saturday. Oh, or next Friday. Go. Yeah, man. So, looking, <laughs> definitely uh, looking forward to it. got to turn uh, that up. Oh, man. So, you get, the, you, get, you get the call that you're going to the Green Bay Packers. My boy, Big Mike, calls you. Big Mike. Mike you McCarthy, know? Eminem. Man, and so, what was that like to walk into Lambeau? And to know that this is your, the one of the most storied franchises in all of not just football, here's sports. A, here, here's my office now. Yeah, this is right. this is where you right. gonna, are going to reside for the next little bit. Like, what was that like to really man, come in was, there and know that you're on the biggest stage you can be on Sunday? Bro, it was so surreal, man. Like, you can feel the history walking through the hallways. You got Curly Lambeau, you know, you got Barstar. Like, you can feel it, you know, and it's like, yo, I'm really here. Like this is this is it, you know. This is like the dream come true, bro. And you walking past like Charles Wilson, you know, he's saying what's up to you. You know, you go Donald Driver right there, standing tie, next to the water, the shoe. standing next to the water cooler. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you getting dressed. I'm right next to like Ryan Grant in my locker. I look over, you know, to go Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson walking to get socks. You know, it's just like, was yo, there, where am I at? Like, was, was there a star starstruck <laughs> moment for you oh, seeing man, all these bro, people in front of you? Yeah. So uh, when I first was in a running back meeting room. The first day, Aaron Rodgers came in, right? And he talked to the coach, and he said, yeah, I don't talk to rookies, just so you guys know. And we're like, okay, we laughing. Like, no, nah, I'm serious. And then he came back, and he said, go BC Pride. 
because that's Butte College. He went to Butte. And after that, me and him was like, cool, you know. Like, he kind of gave me some grades because we had the Butte ties, you know. But, bro, it was, it was uh like, when I first seen him, I was like, bro, that's A-Rod right there. Like, I'm in a huddle with him, like, starstruck. For, like, the first, like, month, I was still starstruck. But I still asked Charles Wilson for the autograph. I, I'm I, I not, Donald I'm, for the There's autograph. no way I'm not going to ask Charles yeah, Wilson for bro, an autograph. Like, even though I'm playing with you on the same team, we're in the same uniform, bro, I'm still a big fan. Yeah. He Heisman Trophy winner. You know, he Michigan. Great. Like, yeah. I need that, bro. So, how many years are you in Green Bay for? I was in Green Bay for two and a half. Two and a half. Yep. So, and that was, what years was that, you That said? was 2011 to 13. So I, just, I mean, you're in peak Aaron, essentially. Yep. I mean, he's kind of peak even in the last half of the yeah. 2010s with his MVPs. But, I mean, like, that's a different vibe. I mean, like, peak Aaron Rodgers, peak Green Bay Packers, you guys are at upper echelon. Yep. I mean, like you said, talking about Lambo, but what is it like that week to week, not playing for a bottom feeder? Like you are in a locker room where it's like, dude, our, we have a goal to win a Super Bowl every year. Every so year. you're a rookie, you jump in, and it's like, get with the program right away. What's that like? Bro, I came in, they just had won a Super Bowl in 2010. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So they yeah. were riding high off that. Yeah. You know, and so it was like expectations was gotta high. Gotta go back. You gotta go back. Yeah. And, and they had a lot of guys back too from that year. And, um, man, it was like, I mean, everything was, like, detail. Like, you walk in the locker room, like, if you got street clothes on, take them off, put on your Green Bay Packers attire, get your notebook out, your phone's away, and you in your meeting room 15 minutes early, not even talking and, well, and they call socializing. they Lombardi time. Lombardi time. Not even talking and socializing, though. We in there, like, head down, taking notes before the meeting start. You know what I'm saying? And so when I walked in, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is, like, like real deal, like Harvard. You know what I'm saying? I like, just left school. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, like, it was a trip, bro, but everything was detailed. And you get into the field, I mean, when they say practice is at 105 and we got water at 115, practice is at 105 and you got water at 115 to 120. 125, you in your corner doing running back drills. You know, 130, we doing linebacker blitz pickup. Like, it was, everything was to the T. Like, there was no errors. There was no room for errors. And, you know, like, well, as soon as you get done, it's like, okay, everybody's in a cold tub, hot tub, getting treatment. Then we watch some film. Like, everything we did was, like, aimed towards greatness. How we ate, what we ate. Everything was aimed towards greatness. Nobody left early. You know, nobody came in late. Like, everything was just, like, two or two. Now, expectations was high. I mean, there's, so much, to, hold us to that. there's so much to do in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, you I can't mean, go the, nowhere. I mean, you uh, know, yeah. so you might as well be at the stadium Gosh, getting treatment, you know. But, yeah, it was it was crazy, bro. Like, it was, it was like, bro, everything was just detailed. Like, they stress detail. Mike McCarthy stressed detail. Everything detail. Like, there wasn't no interceptions in practice. There wasn't no fumbles in practice. Like, it just, it just wasn't – like, you just can't. You just can't do it. And I remember you guys being pretty good that year, you bro, know what I'm saying, great. in 2011. We went 15-1, yeah. bro. Yeah, we lost to great. Kansas City at Kansas City, and that was a fluke game. We just blew it. It wasn't better than us, but we were supposed to go undefeated that season. Only bad thing is that we lost in the playoffs to the New York Giants who ended up going to go win the Super Bowl that year. And that was, Don't again, that me. was a fluke game. Yeah, bro, they threw Don't a halftime, yeah. you know, Hail Mary. It was just one of those games. But, yeah, we had a great season. Uh, I want to say we was on we was on pace to go in the feed. I think we lost the third to last game against Kansas City. Everybody else, we beat them 15-1 that season. So Green Bay, about two and a half years. And then uh, you just go from a franchise with a great storied history of success to the, the Jets. The, the, the Jets. The Jets. You know. I think Aaron, which I think Aaron Rodgers even said in his press conference this weekend that uh, Super Bowl three trophy is looking a little lonely. Yeah. <laughs> so the playoff appearance was lonely too. But you get to play in New York in that green yep. with 
arguably the most iconic quarterback, you know, that's ever played yeah. in the NFL in Michael Vick. And we have to make sure we take some time to talk about yes, sir. what it's like to play <laughs> so, with number five, bro, number seven. And at that time, he was number one. It was, that's right. <laughs> yep, yeah. in New York. When you talk about, like, being starstruck, bro, that was, like... A different bro, level. A different level. It was a different level, bro. This is Mike Vick, bro. I'm talking about 07 Madden. Mike Vick. That's yeah. what, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Chico, Chico, yeah. Chico Vick, Vick, bro. Absolutely. Like, and when I met him, bro, I'll I never forget. We was in practice, and I did a slant route. And I and I caught the pass with my arms extended wide, you know, and turned up the field. And I came back, and I overheard him say, man, number 25 got hands. Talking about me. And like, like bro, my, I was just like, damn right. ah! Yeah, seriously. Mike just nothing. said I got hands, can't bro. Can't nothing. nobody tell me nothing that, from here on out. I think, I don't know if it was uh, Hot Corner of this show, but I was talking about like what goes on the gravestone when you die. That path. <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. might right there. Yeah. I, got like, I got hands. No 25 got Michael hands, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that's all I got to see right there. That's yeah, a solid man. life right there. Um, but, but let me say this, though, real quick, man. Going yeah. from, again, to like all that detail, with Green Bay, you know, and putting on our Green Bay attire and notebooks out 15 minutes early. When I got to the Jets, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> With your street clothes. I'm shocked. You got your phones out. I'm, you know, Rex Ryan up there going off, man. Oh, you media. played for Rex Ryan? Yeah, Rex Ryan, Rex Ryan <laughs> right. was the head coach, bro. I, all right, I say this. I say we got to break because, <laughs> I, yeah, we got to talk about, like, hey, you went from Green Bay to New York. You went through what Aaron Rodgers yep. is about to go yep. through. So yep. I want to hear about that as we uh, finish up with Alex Green. Last segment here, Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. All right, last segment here with Alex Green, and we're talking about the New York Jets, his time there. And we, um, I recalled, I was like, all right, this is like kind of the last year that Rex Ryan, like their last hope after a couple of years with Mark Sanchez going to the AFC Conference Championship game. And, uh, I mean, you brought it up like they brought in CJ2K, Chris Johnson. You got Michael Vick. They brought in Ed Reed. So this was Rex Ryan's kind of like last go at a championship team, I All guess. in. Yeah. All in. But as we said, like going from the Green Bay Packers, one of the most storied franchises, to the New York Jets, who just, uh, we know who they are at this point. What the hell was that like? I mean, he previewed it, but give us more because that is insane. Bro, it was, I'm telling you, it was, it was, uh, it was the opposite of Green Bay. You know, like yeah. we, we come in there, man, it's just like <laughs> wear what you want, phones out while the coach is talking. Which is like kind of player empowerment in a sense. Like, dude, we In a sense, yeah. And Ray's Ryan big on like he's a big player coach. As long as you do your job, I don't care right. what you do, where I mean, just do your job. Let me put it this way. I mentioned how you can't throw pra- you can't throw interceptions in practice in Lambo, right? And you can't fumble the ball, man. And I love Gino. I love Gino. I love what he's doing. I love the 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 horizon that he's on right now. Yeah. But bro, he would throw six picks in practice. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. I'm serious, bro. He would throw six picks in practice, and Rex would be like, "Oh, you're getting the game, son." Bro, on Sunday he threw six picks in the game. <laughs> it's like, bro, you, like, so like, be fine, uh... just the expectation level was so low for us, bro. Like, it wasn't playoff talk. It was just beat the Patriots and beat Miami. That <laughs> was the division. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, not even the division. Just win those games. Yeah, win petty. those games. Yeah, yeah. Just, be, just being so petty, bro. Just beat Tom Brady, and that's it. And then beat Miami. What you do know? you What do you remember about playing with with Michael Vick? So you come and you get the chance to play with 
What a goat! What again? One of one of the goats, man. Goat. One of the guys that really uh, transcended the the sport and really changed the face of football. What was that like playing with with Mike Vick? It was surreal, bro. Mike is so talented, man. Like he really is through another game, bro. Like playing with him was like it, like it made me better. I wanted to play for that. Day. I wanted to run through a brick wall for Mike Vick, bro. Not because of just what he did from obviously years before, but just like how he approached the game. You know, he really wanted to learn the players. He really was like a like a real leader, you know, and a leader is not like how great you are. A leader is how great you can make your teammates. And he really wanted everybody else around him to be great, bro. And I had to respect that because, I mean, he got all the accolades. So it's like he could be big time and be kind of snobby. Nah, bro, he was down to earth. He would go bowling with us on the weekends. Like, he would kick it, and he was just cool, and then he would help us out with plays. Like, you know, in, in, in Green Bay, if I ask A-Rod for the play, he's going to roll his eyes at me. You know what I mean? But Sounds like, about right. But, like, with Vic, you know, it's like he going to tell me to play. You know, go get that guy, get that guy. If I didn't know, like, he would help you out. Like, it was no, like, it was no, like, bigger than me, bigger than you type of vibe with him. No ego. What no I, ego. And I felt like I've noticed that with him in his post-playing career as he's done these, like, media appearances, gone on the herd and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he does seem very down-to-earth and pretty level-headed. Yeah. Like, just oh. seems like a normal-ass dude. He seems like but somebody so who's, cool, who man. understands, you know, where he's went wrong, you yep. know, in his life yep. as far as, you know, being able to be a star athlete and, you know, taking care of your body and doing all those things. Seems like he's gained some perspective as his career has gone on. But you've also played with somebody who people said lacked a lot of perspective, and that was one Johnny Manziel. Johnny what football. What was it like playing <laughs> with Johnny Football? This, we don't get a lot of Johnny Football, you know, uh, yeah, teammates. So Johnny what was that Football, like? man, I didn't know what to expect when he came to Hamilton up let's, in Canada. Let's, let's go Tiger Cats. Go Tiger Cats, man. June Jones was uh, the head coach at that time, another Hawaii native. But um, he, 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 you know, as a quarterback, man, there's a certain level of leadership you got to portray to your teammates, you know, in order for to follow you. And regardless of the level, regardless right, of the level, straight up, regardless, CFL, NFL, yeah, it D1, don't matter. High school, NAIA, yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. You have to lead. You the next thing to the head coach. Yep, as a quarterback. And so, man, he would come to practice late. You know, bumping music. He would come out there, his pads is half off, shoes untied. And I asked him one day, I said, bro, what do you want me to call you? Johnny Football or what? Johnny, what, Jay Money? What you want me to call you? He's like, man, call me whatever you want. I said, okay. So he was kind of cool. And then there was one particular time that I seen him, because I played with him, and I got, a, I got a crazy story for y'all, but when I played with him, I said, okay, I see why he went the top pick to the Browns. Like, he's a beast on the field. His preparation, though, is what's killing him. Hmm. He don't prepare for the game mm-hmm. as a quarterback or even just a pro athlete should. But he can play. Super talented. He's gritty. Like he loves the game of football. But that's it. But he don't do. He don't. He don't really like the process of actually getting better. He yeah. don't like the work. Yeah. And so that's what hurt him. You know. Which I think is honestly most star athletes. And that's and a lot agree, of star athletes agree, don't want to do the work, but well, they're just good enough to be good. Especially and, young star athletes. Yep. And that's what's wild is that like that can be the difference between a long time career storied career right. and fizzling out it's just like dude you, this dude just cared more about mm-hmm. the pre and post process of the game and it showed and then that turned it that man that's wild yeah <laughs> but i do and got it, a fun it, fact for y'all real quick yeah yeah so uh johnny's first game against montreal in montreal um me and him was on a drive and we driving the ball downfield i actually break my hand mid play at the time i didn't know it but I caught Johnny Manziel's first touchdown pass in the CFL. I remember that. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that on yeah. ESPN. So I told him, thank you for the pub. That's going to be an ESPN for the next <laughs> week. <laughs> you I was know? Say, I, but my hand was broke. I got the scar right here. But my hand was broke 
when I caught his, his touchdown pass. So that was that was a good moment for me and him because it was his first time, you know, and I caught my first touchdown pass. Yeah. Hey, from we, Johnny Football, Heisman Trophy winner. And we know. go back to the the quote on the gravestone. Number twelve's number twenty five's got some hands. Yeah, let's go. Come on, man. Don't thick. knock the hands. Absolutely. Man. Well we're wrapping up here. I do want to ask though, real quickly, who was a player, doesn't matter, position, team, whatever in the NFL, like a guy that just like one of your favorites that you played in the with. NFL? Yeah. Uh favorite player to play with, man, is to be around with James Starks, another running back. Oh, yeah. That was my up. guy, man. I'm talking about a, a, a genuine dude, you know, he cared about his teammates, you know, like just a solid guy. Yeah. You know, he never, like, kind of big-timed me. There was some running backs. I won't drop too many names, but there was some running backs who kind of big-timed me. It wouldn't help me out because we in the same position. Right. And it's a doggy-dog rub. Man, this, oh, yeah. dude, this yeah. dude, man, took me under his wing for real as, like, a brother. Nice. Yeah, that's cheeseburger my Eddie? That's who you're talking about? Nah. Okay. I wasn't okay. Cheeseburger Eddie. Nah. Okay. It was Ryan Grant. I said okay. it. Okay. It Ryan <laughs> See, Grant. there you go. Breaking news. You heard it here. Yeah. Well, yeah, at that point, I mean, he's a veteran. He's like, I've done, yeah. what, I've done he, what I needed to do. He knew what I was coming in for. Figure it out. I'm coming in for your job. Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. man. Alex, dude, it was. Appreciate you coming in. Yeah, I know that you've been in here before, but first time meeting you, yeah, hearing your story. Pleasure, pleasure. Awesome. Always awesome. welcome whenever you want to come through, Most brother. Definitely. Yeah. Most right, definitely. Tell me that. I'm going to come back. Come through. With some heat, too. I got something to say. Oh, yeah, no. man. Come through. All right, for sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, for Jordan Schultz, Alex Green, Rashad Taylor, and Joel Fisher, appreciate you all listening to Sports Sunday. We will catch you next week. It's just me and Jordan next week. Rashad's got a big birthday weekend. Let's hey, go. Let's go. <laughs> big 4-0. 4-0. Let's go. We'll catch you next Sunday. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 